Nutrition is part of our world and nutrients are what our body needs. But with all the fads, gimmicks, trends, and unrealistic ideas about eating, things can be very confusing. Let's dig through the hype and adopt a way of eating that is sustainable and provides the nutrients we need without freaking out over our food. Join me if you're ready to be over the dogma that there's a right and a wrong way to eat. Here, we navigate eating healthier in the real world. Hello, and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Rael, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. I invite you to listen to this podcast with an open mind and be willing to let go of long-standing beliefs about nutrition. I am a nutrition myth buster, helping to dispel myths and misinformation about food and nutrition. I help people have improved health, wellness, and energy without dieting. Welcome to today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. Today, I am addressing omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. A lot of people are well aware of omega-3 fats. Not everybody even knows about omega-6 fats and let alone why they're important. So, Let's start with omega-6 fats, or I will start with omega-6 fats, what I refer to as the other important fat. I'm still working to educate people that fats are not all bad. So many people still believe that we should avoid fat. They think we're still in the 80s and 90s when it turns out that messaging of everything below fat or fat-free wasn't quite right. Ironically, on the flip side of things, some people will think or do think that we need to eat a very high amount of fat, which isn't necessarily correct either. We still need to find balance. Let me give a background here about a couple of things in the science of nutrition. We have this term that we use or that we say essential. And this is referring to something that the human body needs and we cannot make it on its own. We cannot make this nutrient or this substance on its own, or at least we can't make enough of it on its own. So for example, vitamin K 
is an essential vitamin. We need it in the human human body. And we can make some vitamin K on our own, but we can't make enough. So we still need to consume foods with vitamin K. Keep in mind, I said foods with vitamin K. Now that was just an example. So fat is an essential nutrient. We do need it in the diet. And some people will think, well, can't we make it on our own? Well, we can, but it's not the type of fat that we want. So we want to consume certain types of fat, very specific kinds of fat in our diet regularly. And two of those are omega-3 fats and omega-6 fats. And many people know omega-3 fatty acids, though they may not know the details. So I'll give that here in a little bit. However, I find that people either have never heard of omega-6 fats or think we need to avoid them. Omega-6 fats are essential fats since we do need to get them from our diet. So why don't we need, or I should say, why don't we hear much about this one. First, what are omega-6 fats? These are polyunsaturated fat, which is one of the good ones. Linoleic acid and arachidonic acids are two types of this fat. They're two types of omega-6 fat. And people may have even heard of conjugated linoleic acid or CLA. That is something that people will often take as a supplement. These are all types of omega-6 fats. Conjugated linoleic acid, linoleic acid, and arachidonic acid. Again, just examples of types of fats. And this is another important thing. I've said it before. Ignore that rule. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. Because a lot of people would see that word arachidonic and not know how to say it, but it's still something that we need. And just in case you're wondering about the name of omega-6, this is a little bit of biochemistry, and it's related to where the first double bond on this fatty acid chain occurs, and it just happens to be the first double bond is on the sixth carbon from the omega side of that acid chain. Just a little side note there. So why do we need omega-6 fats? Well, when we consume it in appropriate amounts, omega-6 fats appear to help reduce the risk of heart disease. And they may also reduce the risk of some types of cancer. But before getting too focused on this type of fat, I want to get some more information out of the way. Too many of these fats, too much omega-6 fats, appears to increase inflammation markers in our body. So we do want balance. So before asking how much do we need, I would give a number, but it isn't necessary for people to count or look or get so hyper-focused on it because we don't need to count grams of omega-6 fats. 
we don't usually need to supplement with omega-6 fats since most people are getting plenty. So where do we find them? If people are getting plenty, where are they? Omega-6 fats are prolific in the American diet. It is in most vegetable oils, including safflower oil, sunflower oil, corn oil, soybean oil, and then sunflowers and sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. And if you look at the ingredients list of many foods that have added fats, these types of oils are often there. They're also often used in food service and not just at fast food restaurants. So what does this mean? Yes, omega-6 fatty acids are essential. We do need them in the diet. However, most people are getting plenty of omega-6 fats in their diet. We don't usually need to add more. We don't need an omega-3, 6, 9 supplement. Most people don't need an omega-6 supplement. So we don't need to focus on omega-6 fats as much. We know that they're there. We know that we need them, but most people are getting plenty. So that's why you may not hear about omega-6s as much and why do we talk more about omega-3s? Because those are the ones that we aren't getting enough of. So omega-3 fats, why are they important? People do seem to know about omega-3 fats. I find that people know that they are essential or that they probably need to be getting more of them, but that's really about it. And people often do tend to know that omega-3 fats are in salmon, and that is true. But beyond that, most people don't know a whole lot. And this knowledge or lack of knowledge may be partly because we health professionals talk about omega-3s and eating salmon, but never go much past that. So here's the mini nutrition lesson about omega-3 fats. And I'm going to do it in a similar format as I did for omega-6s. To reiterate, this term essential is still something that we need in the human body and that we can't make enough of. And omega-3 fats are also one of those essential types of fats. So again, despite long-held beliefs, we do need fat in the diet, period. But as I tell people, this is a Goldilocks approach when it comes to fat. We don't want too much, we don't want too little, and we want just the right types of fat. More specifically, improving or increasing the intake of unsaturated fats like poly and monounsaturated fats and minimizing saturated fats. So as I said, omega-3s do get more attention and there's a reason for that. But first, let me get to some little chemistry like I did with the omega-6 fats. So omega Three fatty acids are a type of polyunsaturated fat, 
And these are liquid at room temperature. Polyunsaturated fats are liquid at room temperature when they're all by themselves. So when they're in a food source, they won't look liquid. So for example, as I said earlier, omega-6 fats are in sunflower seeds. But of course, that's not liquid because there's starch and fiber and protein along with that fat that's holding the whole package together. So it does appear solid. It is solid. It doesn't just appear solid. But when we extract the fat from that, it will result in a liquid oil. A solid fat, like beef tallow or butter fat, will remain solid at room temperature, even when it's all by itself. So omega-3 fats, boy, these have some long and often difficult to pronounce names. But again, don't skip that. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. Or I should say, skip that rule. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. These omega-3s are necessary. Omega-3 fats are one of those cases where I tell people, don't worry about whether you can pronounce it. Make sure you get it. So here's the first one, eicosapentaenoic acid, better known as EPA, and docosahexaenoic acid, better known as DHA. These are two types of omega-3 fats, but they're not the only ones, uh, but those are just the two examples and the ones that people often hear about or will see on supplement labels, especially fish oil supplements. Now, another omega-3 fat example is alpha-linolenic acid, or AHA. And we don't confuse this with, with linoleic acid, which is an omega-6 fat. So linolenic acid with the end, the third from the end, alpha-linolenic acid is an omega-3 and linoleic acid is an omega-6. Like omega-6 fats, omega-3 fats get their name because of that first double bond occurs on the third carbon from the omega side of the acid chain. That's biochemistry, and sometimes naming's just logical. So why do we need omega-3 fats? Well, omega-3 fats from food sources correlate with positive effects on brain health and heart health. The key there is the omega-3 fats from food sources. The potential, other potential benefits are related to reducing inflammation markers in the body and possibly helping with joint health and maybe even asthma symptoms. But research is ongoing. While we would love to have more definitive answers about all the benefits of omega-3, researching a single nutrient in humans is so challenging because humans, for the most part, eat food. And if we want to know the long-term effects of a nutrient on the human body, that really comes down to being unethical by confining humans and poking and prodding and feeding them specific things in the absence of others just to see if a single nutrient has a benefit. So keep in mind, a lot of times we're looking at an overall pattern of eating and whether it has a positive or negative impact. So the big reason we talk about omega-3 fats and why people know about them 
is because in general, we just don't get enough of them in our diet, especially compared to omega-6 fats. We do know that most of us need more, including children and adults. And even if you live in a coastal area with high seafood consumption, or more specifically, high seafood availability, it still may not be enough. So should you supplement with omega-3s? I don't know. I don't give supplement recommendations across the board without knowing an individual and their specific health conditions. Research does suggest that food sources have a benefit over supplement sources. And where do we find them? Most people are aware of salmon. Yes, that's true. And there are other seafood sources as well. So I tell people that cold water, fatty fish, is the best choice. And to help people remember this, these are the types of fish that you can find in a can. So anchovies, oysters, salmon, sardines, and tunas, tuna are examples. That doesn't mean you have to buy the fish in a can. That just helps you remember which are the types that are going to be more likely to have a good source of omega-3s. Now, tilapia and haddock also have omega-3 fats, but not as much as the fattier fish. I'll provide a link in the show notes of a chart from seafoodnutrition.org that lists the different types of fish and the approximation of their omega-3 content. But what if you can't eat fish or don't like fish? There are plant sources of omega-3 fats, including walnuts, specifically walnuts, chia seeds, flax seeds, flaxseed oil, canola oil, and seaweed. These tend to top the list of plant sources. And you can choose eggs that tout omega-3 benefits. However, this isn't going to necessarily provide enough. It's estimated that you would have to consume seven to eight eggs each day to get the same amount that would be in a single three to four ounce serving of seafood or of fish. Eggs do naturally have a small amount of omega-3 fats, but it doesn't contribute a whole lot to our overall diet. So, oh, and those chickens that do have omega-3s, the, the eggs that have omega-3s on the label, it's just that the chickens are given a diet rich in omega-3s. But that doesn't always necessarily mean more in your eggs. So, keep this both in mind. Take a look at the foods you have. You don't need to count the fat grams or necessarily pay attention to every single thing you eat. I don't necessarily think you need to pay attention to everything you eat day to day. But keep this in mind as you're moving forward that you do need omega-6s, but you probably don't need to focus on that. And you do need omega-3s. And you probably do need to focus on that a little bit more. And that's Real World Nutrition. You all take care. Bye for now.
I invite you to join the Real World Nutrition Facebook group at Real World Nutrition. Sign up for my weekly email newsletter at ShellyRiel.com. Connect with me on your favorite social media sites by checking the links in the show notes. If you have a nutrition-related question you would like addressed in the podcast, post it in the Real World Nutrition Facebook group, or use the form on my website, ShellyRiel.com, and click on Contact. Thanks for listening. Bye now.